0: Hey, listen, we're starting a, a new series today on worship, and uh, mine is called uh, Throwdown Praise. You may have remembered back in the day, Throwdown Rap, so forth and so on. We're going to talk about some Throwdown Praise, but, but I got a fact for you. How many of you want to hear a fact today? You ready for a fact? It is a proven fact that women who carry a little more weight lives longer than the man who mentions it. amen. Throw down, throw down praise, my, my, my definition, all in, undignified, freed, loosed, unchained, unleashed, unlimited, undone, un-anything, praise to God. Jeho, why do you praise God? Why, why do we praise God? Well, he's the great creator. He's the almighty. He's El Shaddai. He's, he's Jehovah Jireh. He's Jehovah Nisi. He's Jehovah Mekadesh. He's Jehovah... You, you name it, He's the, the Almighty, the Creator, the Sovereign King. He's the King of all kings. He's the King of grace. He's the King of love. He's He's my everything. He's He's my all in all. Why do you praise Him? Because I tell you what, we wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for Him. He knew you in your mother's womb. He formed you. He fearfully put you together. Come on, why do we praise Him? Because there is none like Him. He's He's my everything. He's my all in all. Why do we praise Praise him. He's God. He's God alone. And that's all we need to know. And we need to praise him with all of our heart. Praise him. I want you to listen to this scripture today. Beautiful scripture from Deuteronomy 16 through 21. It's going to be on the overhead. Just listen to this right here. It says, therefore circumcise the foreskin of your heart and be stiff-necked no longer. If, if you're kind of stiff-necked in the area of worship, this is a good, good verse for you. Tell your neighbor right now, loosen up. Loosen up. For the Lord your God is the God of... Of gods. He's the Lord of lords. He's the great God, mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality nor takes bribe. He administers justice for the fatherless and the widow, and He loves the stranger, giving him food and clothing. Therefore, love the stranger, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. You shall fear the Lord your God, you shall serve him and him him, you shall hold fast and take oaths in his name. Now listen to this right here, listen to this right here, four words. He is your praise. And he is your God who has done for you these great and awesome things which you have seen. Everything that you see and experience is because God has made it. And He's worthy of all of our praise. That praise in that word right there in that scripture is tehila. Say that with me tahila. It's like tequila. Kind of like, the, but it's not tequila. It's praise. Is it, you remove the Q and the U and add the H and you get tequila. Wow. Say that with me, tequila. Laudation, a hymn, a praise, a praise of adoration, a praise of thanksgiving, general or public praise. Look what happens. When you praise God with a pure heart, when you praise him with the right heart, when you come into the house of God and you praise him with unadulterated praise, I'm talking about all in heart praise, look what takes place today. Listen to the scripture, Psalms 22, three. but you are holy, enthroned in the praises of Of Israel, when you begin to praise God with the right heart, God is enthroned in your praise. That's real important. We are a presence people at heart of the City Church. We we're not here to dabble into a little religion. We're here to meet with God, experience God, even feel God. There's nothing wrong with feeling God. And as we praise him with our whole heart, with the right heart, God is enthroned in the praises of his people. That, that enthroned means he comes and sets down with us. He's like, hey, Heart of the City Church is going on. Listen, look at my sons and daughters. They're praising him. I'm going to church right there today. All of a sudden, God comes and sets amongst us. He, he remains. He settles here to marry, to abide. He comes and abides with us in this gathering as we praise him. When God comes and abides with us, when he comes and meets with us in a very tangible way, it's called a manifestation. Say that with me. Manifestation. The manifested presence of god there's different levels of god's presence one level is called i call it the principal presence say that with me principal presence principal. what is that Where two or more gathered daniel and i could be together eating lunch having coffee talking about jesus god's there because of the principal presence we are gathered in his name two or more in his name the principal presence and then you have the manifested presence, I'm sorry, not the man, I wanna to get to the manifested presence in just a minute. Then you have the omnipresence of God, where if I go elk hunting and I'm on the backside of a mountain and sitting underneath a tree, God's there. God's there amongst the trees, He's amongst the mountains, He's wherever you are, wherever you go, you can't get away from Him. The psalmist says, even if I made my bed in hell, he would would be there. Why? Because of the omnipresence of God. Those are both beautiful, the principal presence, the omnipresence of God. I'm so glad, you know, you're never alone. Never, never, never alone. I'm never alone. But then I love the manifested presence of God. It's, It's when all of a sudden, you're worshiping him, you're praising him, and your heart is set. You're there to seek him. You're there to find him, and, and everything aligns up. And all of a sudden, God is there, his, his presence. Our eyes are open. It's called the manifestation or the manifested presence of God. Our heart's throbbing. It's very obvious. It's, it's clear. There's an opening. Our heart is connected with him. God's in the house it's like whoa the kabah the the weight of god his glory is here and and what ushers that in church is our praise see this thing today that i'm talking about isn't that we're going to praise him one time in 52 weeks this is what we are to do when we come together even when you're by yourself every day. We're to pray. Listen, we're to praise him and we're to worship him. Now, I'm focused on praise today because this is a very very powerful, very important aspect of you experience the presence of God. When you walk into the room, everything changes. beautiful song but it's way more than a song when god steps into the room you're like oh he's here if you were at our gathering about 3 weeks ago at the 1111 i called it a holy spirit takeover it's like we didn't plan that we didn't work that we didn't manipulate that all of a sudden, we're here and begin to praise him and worship him. And all of a sudden, God, he just whoop step out of heaven. He's all up on Kathleen Street, on the corner of Kathleen and Howard in the heart. And it's like, hey, I, ha- I had two shirts going on that day. I had a shirt I was wearing, or a Citigroup shirt. And then I had a shirt representing the return. And all of a sudden, I found that the return shirt turned into a snot rag. Cause I was snotting. Dro- yeah, yeah. that, that's what happens to me when I'm in the unadulterated presence of God. It's just like whoa. I just cried and I didn't want to talk to nobody. It was like, whoo, He's here. <laughs> he, he's here. All I know is He's here. The manifested presence of God, and what what ushers that in is is praise. Psalms one forty nine six. Let the high praises of God be in your mouth. See, you can read a, a psalm like that. And just go, zzz, zzz, yeah, yeah. Let the high praises of God be in your mouth. Let the high, everyone say high. high. The high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. High praise, there is an exaltation. It is a, a praise. It's a high praise. It's an uplifting praise. It's a, it's a rising Praise praise. Is not inward; it's outward. Praise can be felt. Praise can be seen. For praise can be heard. Praise is engaging. Jo, I'm gonna stand right here with my hands in my pockets, and I'm praising him. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. You're standing with your hands in your pockets jail i I'm North Idaho boy. I'm cowboy. I pack a gun, and I like to hunt. And I, hey, hey man, I'm with you, brother. Uh, jail you don't know my. my, You know I took the disc test. I took the strength test. I took that test. I and and, you know I'm 1.9, and I'm and and you know my personality. I'm not like you. Don't got to be like me. But what you have to do is you got to be willing to step out of the boat and praise him because praise puts us on the all the same level. I don't care if you're quiet, shy, loud, who you are, where you're from, what happened to you, he's worthy of our praise. All of our praise. Praise is an expression of what's going on inside of your heart. What do you do In your life, when all hell breaks loose, in your life, around, what do you do when all hell breaks loose in your life? When it breaks loose in our nation, even in our world, 2 Chronicles 20 tells you what we should do. If you got your Bibles turned there, I'm going to jump right, I'm going to share a few scriptures, but it's a story of a king named Jehoshaphat. All all of a sudden, Jehoshaphat has a multitude of people that's going to overtake their nation. And Jehoshaphat is like you and me. Guess what? Guess what the Bible says about it? The Bible says he feared. Has anybody ever dealt with fear lately? All of a sudden, he feared, and he did something beautiful. He called a fast. Okay? Fear that of the flesh fast out of the spirit food sin came into the world through eating sin goes out of the world through not eating (laughs) a lot of times and he called a fast and the bible says that he went into the house of god and he began to pray in front of israel and judah he began to seek God. When you don't know what to do, it's a good thing to fast and seek God. When you're faced with fear, it might be a good thing to fast and seek God. He's getting ready to be overran by multitudes. These countries come together to take over them, and he begins to fast, and he sought God, the Bible says. This is his prayer, 2 Chronicles 2012, portion of his prayer. He says, O our God, Will you not judge them, the people that's about to attack them? For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are on you. What do you do when you don't know what to do? What do you do when you don't know what to do? I've been there many, many times, and a good thing to do when you don't know what to do is put your eyes on him. Lock eyes, begin to seek him, maybe fast. He sought the Lord in the temple in front of Judah and and Jerusalem and and Israel, and all of a sudden, he didn't know what to do. I think he had a little bit of knowing what to do because he locked eyes with God. We don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. That's a beautiful thing, a beautiful place for your eyes to be on whenever you can't. Listen, you can't counsel your way out of it. You can't vacation out of it. You can't think your way out of it. You can't call enough girlfriends to talk to and cry with out of it. You can't whine out of it. What do you do when you don't know what to do? But our eyes are on you. And then all of a sudden, I believe what took place is right in that atmosphere. There was a prophet. And I believe that in an atmosphere of prayer and seeking God and fasting, what happens is that prophets gets stirred and he got a word from the Lord. How many of you know that sometimes when you don't know what to do, you need a word from heaven? And the prophet got a word from heaven, and he begins to deliver it. His name was Jehazel, and he says this in verse 15. And he said, listen, all you Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and the king of Jehoshaphat. Thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid, isn't that a beautiful thing, nor dismayed because of the great multitude. Look, 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 for the battle is not yours, it's God's. Now, I want you to feel that just for a minute because it's easy. You've read the story of Jehoshaphat. You can just go, oh, yeah, 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 I know what's going to happen. But listen, you can keep the battle yourself or you can know, you can set still, lock eyes with him and know that he's going to go to battle for you. The battle's not yours. It's the Lord. Tell your neighbor right now, it's not yours. Tell him, tell him, tell him. Tell him one frowning and mad at you. Just go ahead and tell him, battle's not yours. It's God's. And then he had to continue, verse 17. He says, you will not need to fight this battle. So many times we're engaged with our battle. You're fighting. How many know that you are limited? You're going to run out. You're going to get tired. Your virtue is going to be gone. You're going you're gonna to only do what you can do. And all of a sudden, the Bible says, look, look what He says, he says, You will not need to fight this battle. Position yourself, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord is with you. Hey, all you got to do is show up. It's not your battle. You're not going to win it. It ain't your fight. Position yourself. Show up. And let's see what God does. And that's what they did the next morning. Right when he got the word from the prophet, Jehoshaphat, he hit the ground and just began to worship. Say that with me, worship. He began to worship. But worship's about to go public in just a minute. About to go public. Look at, look at verse, next day, look at verse 20, 21. So they rose early in the morning. They went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me! Oh, Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, here's a really good thing we should do. Look what it says. Believe in the Lord your God and be established. Right now, if your life's all over the place, and man, you don't know the beginning to the end, and you have no vision, you have no purpose, you don't know what's going on, you should believe God. You should believe in God. And he will establish you. And then he says this. Believe his prophets and you shall prosper. See, these are all conditional things. You don't got to believe in God and you don't have to believe in the prophets. But if you will believe in God and you will believe the prophet, you'll be established and you'll prosper. How many of you want to be established and prosper? Yeah, you should be jumping up and down screaming or something, man. Just like, yeah, 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 yeah. whatever, JL. whatever. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who would sing to the Lord. Listen, you would think, hey, get your machete, Matthew. I want you to get the bazooka. You get the sword and the battle axe. And you, you, get, you get that tank, man. You get that jet. You. He positioned people to, to sing. What? Jehoshaphat, you don't lost your mind. We say, these people are coming to take us out. Sing. Yeah, I want you to sing. He positioned them to sing. And look what it says. And who should praise the beauty of his holiness? As they went out before the army, they were saying, praise the Lord. (laughs) His mercy endures forever. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. With my whole heart and all my strength, I will praise the Lord. Uh, 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 I will praise the Lord. Here we go, here we go, here we go. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart and all my strength, I will praise the Lord. Come on. And they begin to praise the Lord. I can imagine the armies over there going, we're gonna take these nut balls out. They crazy, man. They're singing. Don't you see we got (laughs) axes? And they begin to praise him with song. Everyone say, holla, holla, holla. Now that's a cool word that we use, H-O-L-L-A. But there's another word really close to that in the Hebrew that the praise talks about right there. It's H-A-L-L-A. Holla. We're going to go out and we're going to holla before the army. Now notice something. They began to holla. Before they ever saw victory, they begin to holla. Before they ever knew what's going to happen, they begin to holla. Before they ever got the bad report from the doctor, they begin to holla. Before they knew anything to the end of the story, they begin to holla. Everyone holla. We're gonna holla. That's what they did. They begin to holla. Holla means. To be clear and sound, to shine, to celebrate. They're going to go out there and celebrate in front of the R. C-E-L-E-B-R-A-T-E. That's what we do today. C-E-L-E-B-R-A-T-E. We're going to celebrate, celebrate. These guys are nuts. It means also to rave. They're going to celebrate. They're going to rave. They're going to give a clear sound. They're going to holla. Praise was the solution. Praise ushered in the presence. You know what happened at the end of that story? The enemy got wiped out. Enemy ambushed. God ambushed them right in the midst of praise. They didn't pick up a gun, a sword, or a toothpick. God the enemy out. How? Listen. Praise. Nation in a national pandemic. Praise. Polit- political nuts. Praise. Whatever's going on in your economically. Praise. Praise is the key. Praise is the key. Holla. Don't say that. You give me a holla. <laughs> Psalms 34.1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise <laughs> shall continually be in my mouth. Psalms 34.3, I will oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. to holla <laughs> together. Listen, listen, we magnify God. Not that you can really magnify. You can't make God bigger than he is. But, Mike, you can make him bigger than your problem. Whatever you're faced with, how do you make him bigger than your problem? You praise him. You worship him. And all of a sudden, I, I, I need my guys up here. Where's my football? Where's my football? Don't my football. Come on up here, guys. I got to show you something right here. All of a sudden, wherever the football is, that's where your eyes go. Wherever, if you're watching football, Steelers are playing right now. That's my thing. Wherever the football is, that's where your eyes go. But I want to tell you right now, praise will bring a shift. This is your guilt. This is your shame. This is your sin. This is your heaviness. This is whatever you're challenged with, marriage situation, disease. Say whatever this. This is what this is, and I'll, I'll be the quarterback right now. God, how you doing? So good. good. God's doing good. Enemy right there. I love you, brother, but you's my enemy right now. On hike one, hike. Zeke. Woo! Uh, <laughs> See, see, you try to keep the ball for yourself, and you're just like, got to take care of the guilt, got to take care of the shame, got to take care of the disease, got to take care of the problem, got to do this, got to do that. And all you need to do is praise him and bring a ship. Put it in God's hands. God, you didn't drop the ball, right? Let's try that again. Put it in God's hands. Oh, say, you can't touch that. Can't touch that. See, praise brings a shift. Put your hands together for these guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise a shift. Some of you need a shift in your lives. You need a shift today. You've been carrying all the weight, all the problems, all the worry, all the weight, right? The guilt, the shame. The, there's no condemnation for those who are in zero. Zero, none, ya. no condom. All you got to do is shift. You shift in praise. This is how we praise God. I want to show you quickly how the Bible says to praise. You may be here today and never been in an atmosphere of worship and praise. You may be from a traditional background. You may be from a denomination that you're like, man, they crazy there at the heart. No, we're not. We're people after God's own heart, and we believe in his presence, and we believe in the word of God. We're going to do whatever we can do to follow God's word. Here's God's word. How do we praise? I'm going to give you. Here we go. You ready? Here we go. Here we go. We praise him with our lips. Everyone say lips. Not like this. With your open lips. Every one of these have scripture. You can write them down. You can look them up. We 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 praise him with our lips we praise him with instruments angela would you show them a little bit on the keys we praise him with instruments and we're going to we're going to praise him a lot more with instruments in just a minute you may be like i don't play instruments that's all right other people do but we do praise him biblically with instruments we praise him with dance oh no They dance in church? Yeah, because the Bible says. A man after God's own heart, David, danced before the Lord. I mean, he got down. You might do a little holy hip-hop. You might just like up and down. You might put a little groove to it. I don't care what you do as long as you dance before the Lord. You're like, man, I ain't never going to dance, bro. I just... And you'd be all up in the, some bar just getting all dirty with it. Just come on, man. Bring your dance. Exchange dance partners. Exchange dance partners today. Because the Bible says they danced, praise them with dance. They praise them with clapping of hands. And what typically happens in a majority white church, the clapping gets way fast, way out of beat, and the worship teams is like going, calm down. It happens. It, Seth, does it happen? It happens. I'm like, oh, here we go. No, but clap. Clap. Clap your hands off, because clapping is praising. Here's another thing, a way that we we praise him. You know that's Bible. Put your hands up. Put your hands up, everybody. Put your hands. If you if I was a police officer right now, I come in with a gun, you would have no problem. You'd be like, why? It's the international symbol of surrender. If Jonesy, my little grandson right here, if he ever even does this right here, I'm on him picking him up. Just like, I think you want Poppy to hold you. Surrender. Hey, don't go ahead and try that again. Some of y'all need to break those chains off. It's like you're a dude and you're like too cool for school. Get rid of that right there, yo. Get rid of that. Here's another one. Standing. Just, Just standing in praise. Here's another one. Singing standing and singing what hinders us from really praising god this is last and then guess what we're going to do huh we're going to praise it (laughs) what hinders us um traditions it's like i've never been around that before i'm not going to do that there are you know the bible says traditions of man makes the word of god of no effect traditions Maybe the lack of knowledge. The Bible says people, saints, you and I, we, we perish for the lack of, not faith, knowledge. So we don't know. So I'm teaching you today. What was other reasons? Well, maybe religion, maybe pride, judgment, shame. I, you know what I say today? Shackles off my feet so I can dance. I just want to praise you. Right? Whatever your background is, forget your background. Your sons and daughters, and he's worthy of our praise.